Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religion to customs, festival to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。台湾菜不只是料理的艺术，也是福尔摩沙历史的写照。长年以来，各国统治者在这片土地上所遗留下的文化，都反映在人民的餐桌上。而台湾岛得天独厚的地理环境，也造就了食材上的独特性。这个月，就让我们来谈谈台湾的饮食文化。Taiwan may be a small island. But its variety of culinary art is a reflection of the diverse cultural influences from a host of colonizers over the course of its history. This month, we're going to take a look at the food and ingredients indigenous to Taiwan. And for this week, we're going to discuss Taiwanese food from the bottom up. Let's talk about what are the ingredients that are indigenous and unique to the island, and how they affect the Taiwanese flavor. 这周我们来讨论台湾食材的独特性，而这些食材又如何造就了我们最熟悉的台湾味？我们邀请到的是兴业国际餐饮的餐饮顾问以及餐饮专栏的作者徐仲先生。For this topic, we invite the current food consultant of Xinye Restaurant Group and professional food columnist Professor Xu. 好，那我们今天第一集就先请徐教授跟听众朋友们打声招呼，然后自我介绍一下。各位听众，大家好，呃，我是徐总，我这十八年来多数是用 freelancer 的身份在做餐饮的顾问或专栏的写手。好，此时此刻的专栏大概是啊，天下杂志里面有一个关于食材的专栏。顾问的餐厅，大概乐普丁啊，一号粮仓，还有兴业餐厅。嗯哼，小时候因为我在我们这一行美食圈里面，所谓的美食沙漠哦，在高雄长大的，那所以我对于小吃啊，一直有一种憧憬，因为我是对于眷村文化很有兴趣。虽然我不是眷村的人，嗯哼嗯，但因为小时候长大的关系啊，对于那一块是有兴趣的。但是真正让我启蒙，应该是我在台中读中山一嘛，是营养师。那在台中的时候，在中华夜市和中消夜市，那时候见识了很多哇，更精彩的中部的饮食。在那时候，你会发觉，哎、欸，同样的臭豆腐啊，在高雄跟在台中，它是不一样的。但后来住到台北，然后你开始去思考一件事情，就是什么是台湾菜？嗯哼，啊，因为每一个地方都不一样。那加上台北的工作，会遇到大量的国外的朋友。你知道我们交流最好方法就是上餐馆嘛？那吃饭的时候，你要嘛就带他去小吃哦。可是以食品卫生安全的观点来看，小吃很多地方真的有待改善。那问题你带去很多餐厅，除了一些快炒之外，或者一些耳熟能详的台菜餐厅之外，你在介绍这些菜肴给国外朋友的时候，内心中有很多的问号。比如说，呃，新叶台菜，它代表的多数都是北部的台菜。那你想中部的呢？南部的呢？那你开始慢慢去思考的过程之中，你对你的想追求的知识产生的极大的热情和困惑，所以那时候我就决定到意大利去读书。到意大利读书的原因也很简单了、啊，因为那个时候我不太喜欢
一种国外的月亮比较圆的观点，尤其是反映在价格上。我的意思就是说，一盘意大利面卖个三百块，你觉得还不错；两百块你觉得很便宜。但我一盘中华炒面卖你两百块，你觉得有点贵；卖你一百二，你觉得哦，那料要很好。可是你仔细想想看，嗯、呃，用的料其实中华炒面也没输它。当然。以意大利人的个性，他可以把故事讲的 blah 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 哦，让你觉得哇，好伟大，又是柴烧，又是百度，又是怎么样发酵的哦。但他能够讲的，你就不能讲嘛。所以呢，后来我发觉意大利人擅长包装自己的哦，我想去看看。当然，这有一点点酸呐、啊、哦，我也承认了、啊。就算我以酸民的心态来看待这一件事情哦，你不能否认他们的成功绝对不是只有。简简单单的行销说个故事，他们一定背后有很多的值得人家去学习的地方。所以当时有一个组织叫曼食组织，啊，那 Slow Food Association。那这个曼食组织呢，它在意大利做了一个学校 ，Gastronomy Science University 啊，它是一个很新的学校。它教你只教一件事情，它教你吃吃喝喝，嗯，啊，教你意大利饮食文化。它要教所有不是意大利的人了解意大利的饮食文化。那我觉得这就有趣了，嗯啊，所以我就当时为了这个去读，啊，读了以后眼界确实是开了，人家确实有一套，越读越兴奋，因为觉得它跟台湾很像，呃，意大利是二十个新根区组成，啊，它北部和南部彼此看不起，啊，我就经常会想到，哎，台湾也好像，对不对啊？对对对，所以呃，零七年读完，零八年到现在啊，整整十年了，我的工作就很简单。我一直在试图记录并找寻我所认为的台湾味道，和台湾菜肴的定义，大概是这样。徐仲 Professor 徐 says he was inspired by the robust night market scenes when he studied nutrition at the Zhongshan Medical University in Taichung City. He found that though a dish may be called the same name, its flavor would be different in different places. He was even more confused when he needed to explain Taiwan's food to foreigners. He started to ponder on the definitions of Taiwan cuisine: should it represent the north, the center, or the south? He was also struck by the price disparity between foreign and Taiwanese food. A plate of Italian pasta, for instance, would easily fetch 300 NT, while a dish of Chinese stir-fried noodles. Only cost about 120 NT, with customers expecting it to contain abundant ingredients. But the skills required for Chinese noodles is just as meticulous. There had to be something more than just marketing. Professor Xu eventually decided to go to Italy to study the University of Gastronomic Sciences, an institute established by the founder of the slow food movement. The course focuses on just one thing: the Italian food culture. The experience was an eye-opener for him, and he grew excited as he began to see that Italy and Taiwan are actually much alike. A decade has passed since his graduation, and Professor Xu is still searching for the taste that best represents Taiwan cuisine. That's it for our introduction of Professor Xu today. Next week, we will begin to define the Taiwanese cuisine. This is another Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. I'm Joey. Have a good night. <laughs>